You are now checked in to Stand Up New York Labs. Oh, yeah. I know you're like, how could a white man be allowed to do that? <laughs> you can say the word only in the confines of this podcast. It's what we do, baby! Yeah! You're out of your fucking mind, dude. I have the power! Let's I'm done with all those jobs I had. Now. Finally! Jobs not saying a work hurt. Uh, work hurt is the worst kind of Kurt. I'm telling you. <laughs> when Kurt got a couple coins in his pocket and somewhere to be, uh, I don't even recognize that motherfucker. <laughs> it's I know. I don't care for it one bit. And I don't know how I keep getting these jobs because I'm not a professional. But you're the hottest writer, uh, com- comedy writer in New York City right now. I don't you're, think so, dude. Out of what white people want, the Neil Brennans and the yeah, so and sos. Not like how you think. Don't. I'll tell you where I get some some credit from is Schumer's show. Yes, Schumer's show. We'll see how. Okay, so it was two shows I was working on. One was Approval Matrix, which Sharadi was on. Oh yeah, that was great. I had fun panel. on that show. Neil Brennan's hosted is on Sundance. Yeah, and then uh, the Brennan other one. Show. The other one was Jim Norton's show on yeah. Vice. Yes, which you also were on. I was on that. I'm 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 the panel dude. Yeah. If you want to have a hot panel, see that we got the combination going, yeah. Kurt. Yeah, huh? They can't hot. do anything in the city without us. And by the way, my episode was on the panel of uh, Neil's yes. Approval Matrix show. Uh, who was on there with you? It was me, Jason Biggs, uh, okay. Frank DeCaro, who's uh, good. Okay. And this guy, Dalton something, who Dalton. looked, he looked like fucking the bewitched father. He's Darren? A, <laughs> yeah, he looked like Darren. <laughs> Which Darren? It was two Darrens, though. <laughs> he looked like uh, the... The first ooh, one who was handsome question. or the second one who was spooky, but, but good. He looked like the first one more. <laughs> the first one? Okay. Yeah, were, were they both They were both named Dick something, too. Uh, yeah, that's right. In real life, Dick... Not Kevin. No, Dick... Fuck, I don't remember. I don't know. Nobody gives a shit. We're just going to say Dick Pussy for now until we get the <laughs> research people on it. Dick, yeah. <laughs> uh, but I'll tell you, it was weird, man. There were no chicks on my panel. Right. And, well, uh, there was no chicks on my panel. Oh, yes, it was. Yes, there was. Yeah. <laughs> one. Or Bailey? Were you two, on Bailey? Was I mean, that was a Bailey joke. <laughs> oh, you were on Bailey and, <laughs> and, the, and this and, uh, woman that looked like... And Michaela. Michaela Angela Davis, which is the blackest name. I mean, that's up there with Barack Obama, right? Michaela Angela Davis? She was pretty light-skinned, dude, I gotta it's say. Like she, was, she had to be born with like a black power fist in her ear and a fucking Afro pick in her <laughs> Yeah, but why? Um, but I love her. She was great. She, we we was uh, we was going at it on it. Was fun. I thought that was good. You guys fighting. She's like a Jezebel writer. So is when this episode comes out, it's pretty great because Sherrod really went out of his way to to uh, sm- <laughs> mash she, up her sensibilities. Pretty good because I'm sure she assumed that I would agree with most things. But I let off with fuck Magic Johnsons, which <laughs> yeah, I love that. <laughs> threw her off. He just threw out a fuck Magic Johnson. <laughs> Which not, oh, I mean, shit. not fuck Magic Johnson, but it was great for him to say that because of the. Yeah, it, it was Magic all, Johnson. It was a Donald Sterling discussion, and it, you know we got to act like Magic. You don't have to elevate Magic Johnson to fucking. Yeah, Donald Sterling's always a, already a racist bastard. We don't have to make a god out of Magic Johnson. Like, how could he attack Magic? Yeah, it's like nigga, I had a set that attacked Magic. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so now I'm done with that shit, so I can make this podcast again, and then. uh Yes. So just before we started now, I was playing this thing for Sherrod. As soon as I, by the way, for the uh, Neil Brennan show, as soon as they put the Jezebel Huff Post thing on it, I was like, this is Kurt. This has Kurt <laughs> written. Did you get that block made for the Jezebel? No, that might have been Neil. It might have been Neil? I, I don't, it's, trying to explain this show is so convoluted, but if you read New York Magazine, 
which I don't know if you do. It's the back page. The back, the back page, page is a thing called the approval matrix, and it's yes. like a chart. And then it, they rate pop culture things as like highbrow, right. brilliant, or highbrow despicable. I did a version for this show for Bravo two, three years ago. Sally, uh, Faith Sally hosted. Yeah. So this show is, is like, it's almost like Bill uh, Politically Incorrect. Right. But Neil's Bill Moore. And then uh, there's this big, uh, like, matrix on the board with yeah. uh, topics on, on wooden table. blocks that you move around which i don't know why <laughs> you could just have the discussion they have to they had to incorporate, they the, matrix. incorporate the show in the matrix yeah name. yeah which you know i for for that being such that being the initial idea I, it came out pretty good i would say right but it, it's one of the things like why do you need you can also do like in post like like y'all can put it like in uh like instead of like just having people move the pieces, you can also show like go from the board from the screen on the screen and then take the camera shot, show the person talking, and then show them come to the full screen from that from where <laughs> they are on the board. Yeah. So you don't have to even have to do it when you're talking about it. I don't. know. It makes my my, my brain numb to think about <laughs> setting up that goddamn matrix. I gotta tell you. Uh, but uh, uh, Neil's really good on it, and, and your episode that was, was great. great. Shiraz's episode was great. When it comes out, like there's funny people on it. Uh, not me. I I feel like I fucking sucked why what did you do it just was awkward like my energy with jason biggs who i like oh, yeah, i'm yeah, not yeah. anti-jason biggs but right they kept telling me to like you know like <laughs> i was trying to not be obnoxious right which i think is a mistake i think they wanted me to like bulldoze over people talking right and i was trying to be like oh i don't want to stop jason biggs from saying and so then uh. he would go on. <laughs> so yeah so he was doing a thing no jason biggs is american pie dude yeah, the American Pie dude. Okay. Who I like. He's in, he's in okay. some movies I like. I, I I don't have nothing against Jason. Caitlin Biggs. just walked in. What's up, hey, Caitlin? Caitlin. Hey, Caitlin. So he so he started talking about something. He he would go a little long, right? Right. <laughs> with how it's, with, whether they wanted to like like cut him short, like none of us wanted to let him uh, cut him cut him off while he was talking. Right. Oh, you so have I got to. I yeah. got a direct order. You're like, hey, uh, you really need to fucking curt it up or wait so, <laughs> but i'm like all right so he started and i felt bad doing it like he was starting this whole another speech and we had a block on the table of uh rosanna pancino the youtube baker that uh, makes like nintendo cakes right 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 so i just cut him off mid story <laughs> i go can i pitch you something right now it, it's gonna be uh, a new show you rosanna pancino she bakes gorgeous pies <laughs> and you fuck them <laughs> That's the idea, and it was like a half take. Everybody laughed at, and I felt it, I felt so terrible. Nah, that's what he Looking into his brown eyes, because it's almost like, <laughs> dude, I'm sure he's heard a million pie fucking things. But listen, here's the thing: the audience, and you will that, only be remembered for this. <laughs> he needs to hear it too. That son of a bitch, it helped yeah. help some cleanse. There wasn't a girl on our panel, dude. I think it, it made it feel. It threw weird it off a little. Me. Yeah, it you was felt too, like Congress uh, talking too about abortion. Yeah, that's exactly what it felt like. Yeah. Like, is it, we need to taco up the sausage a little bit. <laughs> yeah. The sausage party. Speaking so of such, Caitlin. Caitlin? Uh, nothing. Just hanging out. Yeah, headed to Boston soon. Well, Boston? You love going up to Boston? Ain't you I always know. in Boston? I love going up to Boston. What's going on in Boston? I used to date a boy in Boston, but now I've just got a bunch of friends there. You take that Wang Fu uh, bus? I took that bus before. I, I have. Um, what, I yeah. haven't what had is it, live... The Chinese bus Chinese, to Boston? Yeah. The Chinese bus from Are there chickens on it and shit? Four dollars or five dollars? Oh, I, I, saw, I want that. Oh, I, I saw a chicken. I saw a lady on there with a chicken one time. <laughs> and what I love about the bus is that, first of all, the bus driver. Hold on. There, you did see chickens on the bus. Yes, I saw a lady had a oh, chicken Oh, I was in the just thing. making a racist joke. No, oh, no, no, that's no it's actual, a real thing. No, I've thing. heard yeah. stories. No, I've saw, I saw my own two eyes. I was going up you know, and play the comedy. That's where all these flus and shit come from. Because <laughs> yeah. yeah, Chinese people got to use a pig for a pillow and shit. <laughs> one time, one time. Stop I, doing that. <laughs> one time I took the bus and we like we left and everything was fine. And then we made this random detour into like suburban America, the bus like pulled into like in front of this house, 
some guy ran out with a box, handed it to the bus driver, and then we just left Kef, and nobody said that's shit. That's the kind of shit that happens. Like, what on The earth? bus driver was smoking on the bus. <laughs> <laughs> then he pulled over to McDonald's. Well, how much How much is <laughs> like, the bus? None of this is on the schedule, but I love like this nigga. $4. It was like $4 or $5. All right, well, for a $4 bus. You're right. Yeah. Money. Like, I'm He's not going to say shit. I, I, I still wanna... felt guilty. I gave him an extra three when I got off. <laughs> Can I play this thing for you now? This is uh, yeah, yeah, this what I've been dying to play since okay. we started. Plug it in. It's uh, it's no. It's, I'm just gonna do it uh, into the mic for my phone. But <laughs> it's something I got off Salon, my go-to when I'm bored blog to look at, and uh, it's called if black people. What is it? Hold on, let me see what it's called. I like it already. <laughs> yeah, it's called if black people. Uh, uh, uh. Story. If black people said the things white people so often do. Oh, God, yeah. I hate these. Now, do you talk, <laughs> yeah. Caitlin? You talk to black yes. people though frequently. I, I mean, you can't rarely. avoid it. Yeah, he can't avoid it. Not you can't in this avoid show. it in this show. <laughs> yeah, and uh, but because I will say this, I, oh, I have probably over the years, I can't even count the number of weird things I have definitely said to black friends that they just had to overlook. Because we love you. I yeah. go like this, Kurt. No, just like a little dog. No, Kurt. I, feel <laughs> I mean, I've I, definitely made it weird a no. lot. I but I never like, said these things. Okay. Why? What do you say? Well, I preface everything with like, look, this is probably a little bit racist. Oh, that's but. worse. That's a, lot. that's a lot racist. That's How dare? What do you mean? Don't ever try to disarm a fucking person of a, a ethnicity just, like that. Let's right. say your racist thing and let us react. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's what I do. And uh, and how sometimes I, to... I've said shit just to see how someone would react to it. And, and yeah. Not even out of malice, but curiosity. Right. I mean, there's something creepy about that. But, right. but I think most of your your uh, wrongly said things are out of curiosity. Yeah, they're, they're, it's, it's from a curious place. It's like, I've heard this racial stereotype. I've never experienced it. Is it true? Like, right. like one what, that where does heard. this come from? Like, yeah. that it's black already people know. can't swim. It's already no. Whatever you said, it's already no. I don't okay. even got to hear the topics. Okay, I'm sorry. I ain't even got to hear the topics. Whatever the one, it is, no, it ain't I mean, true. Dude, the fat black people. And go through the list in your head and go and know none of those no, shits is true. None of it is true. But black people don't swim. That's crazy. I mean, what do you like mean? Like the Olympic medalist right, on the Bronx who just won Olympic medals true. next to Michael Phelps. Well, I, I mean, why no do you think idea. I swim? Why do you think I won't go to a public pool? Obviously, <laughs> you, don't, you ever been in Jamaica? Swimming. Have you ever been to Jamaica, a country of swimmers? I assume they stay on the land. <laughs> Where does that come from? All right, well, you've never been to any of Caribbean islands, St. Thomas. So no, I've on. never been. I'm you, not that you, rich. Okay, you watched the Spurs game. You know uh, Tim Duncan. He's he, from he's from the he's from Caribbean. He swims every day. Listen, people swim, and he's seven foot. One black. I, don't, I wonder where that came from, that exact stereotype. Of course, first of all, it came from black people who can't swim because black people were a fucking, uh, they couldn't swim because white people wouldn't let them. It was a way of escape. So swimming, if you got caught swimming, you would get killed. Where, where though? In, In America. This is American rule. We swim no, across the Atlantic Ocean? Like Caitlin, no, I not on Atlantic. Rivers, you can get away from going over oh, rivers, okay. lakes, ponds. And if you was caught swimming as an African-American or nigger, See, I thought you were killed. <laughs> If you taught teaching swimming, you were killed. What? I could be wrong like about this, reading? but I thought it yeah, came. That's where it came from. I thought it came from the Jim Crow era, where it was like, like they kept black people out of swimming pools. No, longer than that. Longer than that. Wow. Oh, really? I, we got to look intense. that up. Because why would they uh, have to keep us out of swimming pools if we didn't swim in the first place? Because of Jim Crow, it was like separate everything. Stay that's what I was thinking. Dry on the land. What is? It's escape. It's a simple instruction. It's escape. Is no no <laughs> slave owner needed his slaves to swim. It ain't helping him. <laughs> well, okay. Do you know? It's and, hurting his but did you know production. the? Uh, I didn't know this because I always thought slavery wiped out everybody's, and I guess it did at some point wipe out people's African roots. But initially, when they brought slaves over, they knew exactly what countries each of those slaves came mm -hmm. from. They knew, and that's how they'd advertise. Yeah. And uh, so, certain countries, the slaves were considered uh, too depressed. Like, like there were certain uh, countries right. where they were like. 
I think in the Congo they already knew how to make rice because it wasn't it wasn't cotton that they right. were doing right away. Right. It was rice, mm-hmm. and so those were that was very prized to begin right. sl- from uh, the Congo. Right. Who knew because, skills? Who has skills? Yeah, you didn't have to yeah. train yeah. them. And there yeah. are some slaves that were known for jumping off the boat and killing themselves. Or yeah, being who would not depressed. be taken into slavery. Yep. Yeah, and uh, but it was funny. They're like, there's something wrong with these ones. They just like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, like, God. what's wrong with them wanting to be free like, and depressed. rather die yeah. than us rape them? <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, so they actually had a long uh, history of knowing what country the slaves were from. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, I, and then some of them were good swimmers. That's where I, that's why I in swimming. Is that's why, I why in a lot that. of cases it's easier for African Americans to find their, uh, their roots because it's a product and everybody kept the receipts. There's receipts. Yeah. receipts for it. So we can go all the way back. Wow. Can you imagine? That's intense. Now, I want to play this thing. This is, this is uh, the flipping the script. Okay. <laughs> I like it already. If black people said the stuff white people say. Okay, say right? something. Wait a minute, you don't listen to Taylor Swift? No. Girl, I am like whiter than you. Oh. <laughs> um, that's what we talked about before. That sounds like uh, everybody says that. I've, black I've people heard have that said before. that for sure. I've heard that before. I mean, even on a Jim Norton show we just did, I mean, we was talking about uh, rock and roll and Jim. Uh, yeah. And Jimmy Martinez got sure, uh, yeah. what's the name? A tattoo of Kurt Cobain on, on his, his leg. on his calf. So yeah, you know that Shad did a uh, in the in the street piece with Rich Voss for Jim Norton show, which watch that when it comes out because it's hysterical. And we were trying to see they're in Harlem asking people like, "What annoys you about the other race?" Okay, because <laughs> our prediction was white people would would hem and haw and be like, "Well, nothing." I, uh, <laughs> and then black people would just say, "There's not enough of them." <laughs> yeah, black people just and it was exactly like that. But it actually ended up being a little more positive. Yes. It really was a little more positive thought because a lot of the people like were all you know like I love black people I love white people, it was a lot more positive than we thought. And then Rich Voss was just a hilarious. <laughs> I mean, his you got to just hear him attempt to say words. <laughs> we just we ended up changing you think the whole. He's joking around. You're like, no uh, way he think that's how you uh, say. He's not joking. Uh, he does not know. <laughs> God, he's dumb. So. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, it's great. He's like seventy. He went to school in the seventies or sixties. Dumb. Well, it's like everybody's got dumb. Everybody's dumb. We all dumb. But it's like his kind of dumb is like so like two generations before our dumb. (laughs) Yeah, he's like he should have been singing into a comb (laughs) on a street corner with his delinquent friends. He's that kind of guy. He's Jersey boy dumb. Yeah, he is Jersey boy dumb. Um, But saying somebody's like I'm whiter than you or something. That's really not some. I mean, I know you say black or white, but those are kind of cultural right. constructs, you know. So right. when, when you say somebody's not that black, it's confusing, man. But a lot of times people say it like you don't, you don't, you're not street. It's dumb. It, you it, brought it up on another show. You're like, well, she's not street. Right. Well, so, I was calling it being black. Right. There's I was a equating, difference between black and street. Yeah, and and uh, you know they didn't always used to be. I mean, that's kind of a new like thing. Like Obama's black, but he's yeah, street. Right. Yeah, and I, and it's it ain't a bad thing not to be street. That's why I, I still I can't believe that guy. He meets my criteria for a nigger. Remember <laughs> that fucking sheriff? But he just like the every every black person meets the criteria for a nigger for him. Did he name anybody who don't meet the criteria? Yeah, well, we talked about it. It's like, who I who mean, didn't meet his criteria for nigger? Did he name anybody on that those list? He's got those high <laughs> Picture him pitching a Oprah, softball. Maybe? No, she's a nigger to him. <laughs> she's more nigger yeah, than Obama to that dude. I was like, what achievement do you need for this guy? He's leaving it open that there's not a chance to black. not there's a chance to not be a nigger. He's suggesting there's a possibility. Yes. But what is it? What fantastic thing do you have to do? I want him to name the one person that's black that's not that don't meet the criteria of a uh, nigger. You know what? I'll bet you I can guess who he'd say. Who? Dr. Ben Carson. 
<laughs> I, can, I bet you $100. He probably wouldn't even know who that is. No, he knows. He's like a tea party. The people who hate Obama hate him on like six levels, man. Mm-hmm. And then the black... Well, I still want to hear end, it out of his mouth, though. But it's like you got all the things you hate about Obama, and then at the end, you just could paint the pile black. Like They have... <laughs> it's like he's a Democrat, which is horrible. That's bad enough. A black Democrat, that, that entails... Like he must be connected to but the black Panthers. But don't put racism. And, don't put racism all on Republicans because mm-hmm. it's no, white it's not. Democrats and black. It's yeah. racist Democrats just like it's racist Republicans. I think my mom, like my mom. That's the game. If you're not to play the game, you can say, no, "Hey, it's not I don't all, hate it's you. Not all on I'm them. a Democrat." And then black people go like this: "Oh, you right? Sorry, Democrat. I yeah. was wrong. I thought I, you I said nigga to me." I don't <laughs> think, yeah. My mom like donates to the double like NAACP, but I think she's like. Interpersonally, she's right. pretty racist. Like, yeah, I don't. That, yeah. I don't like that. Donald Sterling, <laughs> yes. the biggest giver. Excellent, right? I, I don't, my I, dad like yeah. believes that Barack Obama is involved in some like conspiracy, like connected to the terrorists. To, like, he's here to undermine our military specifically. Oh, that's hilarious. Like, like he's like what's happening in Iraq. He wanted first to they have gave happen. black people not enough credit. Now they give us too much. Yeah, <laughs> well, he did that with Bush. That was with Bush. It was like he's a moron, and yet he masterminded the most brilliant right nine yeah. eleven thing. You. <laughs> Such a, such a jerk off that inside job shit. If you think that uh, fucking chimpanzee no, pulled that off, yeah. If you thought he had anything, to I do thought with Noam that. Chomsky had the best response to that. Did you guys see that? Yeah, when I did. But what is it? I do remember it. Sure, sure, sure. So he was giving a speech, and somebody like interrupted him to ask the question about the nine eleven inside job thing, and he said, "Look." I am all for dissing the U.S. government. I don't have a lot of faith in in them. Like I have a long history of challenging them. But right. our peer-reviewed system of like engineering papers and people that study this kind of thing, like publishing that that's that we have a pretty good system for that. So right. if that was true, somebody would have written a paper. It, it would have been published somewhere. The fact that I'm only hearing about this from non-engineers and like non expertise tells me that it doesn't have a what, lot of Will Silvis is not the expert <laughs> that uh, <laughs> but how does steel melt at 2000 <laughs> degrees <laughs> well well I, I don't know uh, but you're saying that building six right building uh, yeah, yeah. I don't, hey I'd say it is I, I, I think we could have stopped yeah. it I think we could have stopped 9-11, but somebody's dropped the ball on that. Yeah, very, uh, sure. and, absolutely. And that's just as bad as fucking doing it yourself. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, it's, uh, it's not as evil. Dead. It's not as evil, but it's just as scary. If you cashed a check for the, that job and you did, you, it's despicable. I, yeah. And you should be prison, in prison for it. Oh, you mean like somebody dropped the ball on Drop purpose? Dropped the ball. No, I yeah, Condoleezza Wright. Listen, they I had mean, the report. I mean, just a system, just a, not fucking communicating with CIA and FBI, and it's like y'all supposed to be taking care of us. This is where know. your money, this is yeah. where your paycheck come from. No, that's what happened. That's what, exactly what you happened. You need to be fired and fucking imprisoned and for incompetence. They never get uh, the the uh, incompetence is a motherfucker. Well, hold on, I want to play the rest of this because right. this is what white people's. And what happened to the fucking all our lives? We've been looking at TV and seeing this fucking in case of an emergency fucking announcement on TV. The biggest uh, fucking disaster in New York history, 9-11. Yeah. That shit didn't even come on. A whole yeah, lot of shows been getting interrupted. I don't know this what This is just for. a test. What do you it mean? ain't for shit. It's for somebody to cash checks. Oh, yeah, the emergency <laughs> broadcast. What, yeah, what is that for? Horse shit. Our right. whole life. We get interrupted on cartoons. You know, they shouldn't run that so much because I now <laughs> would never think a real thing was happening when the actual alarm... 
Yeah. Like the boy who cries wolf. Yeah. I'm like, right. that's just yeah, a yeah, test. Yeah. They had one overdone. chance in 30 years to get it right, nigga, and they failed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't, Stop I interrupting like, Popeye cartoons. I feel like with stuff like that, though, in retrospect, it's always easy to be like, oh, they bought their tickets in cash. They did all this stuff. And it's like, yeah, but the the opposite isn't true. Like, if you took a look at every single person that, like, bought tickets in cash or, like, met that, like, it just yeah, doesn't. Not, no, I understand that. I, I mean, There's a million people are dropping details. the ball, but it's just too many. Like, I mean, way I before know. they even got on the planes, mm-hmm. somebody knew something. Okay. And somebody didn't listen. No, they had one. I watched White attack. House down. Yeah. I know what's going on here. All I watched right. the movie White here, House down. Here, let me down. play this. But I agree with you. It, okay. it, it was incompetence. Was it hard to grow up in the suburbs? It must have been really <laughs> boring with no police activity or anything. Your hair is I've... amazing. You know, it's kind of like my golden retriever. It's so limp and lifeless. Like, how do you oh. do that? Oh, wow. It's like my golden so retriever. Well, pronounced. Was it like really easy to get a job? Check out these photos of me volunteering at an orphanage in Europe. Now that's hilarious. An orphanage in Europe. That is fucking I Listen, don't even... That's the most annoying of all. There's this shit where uh, they go, what if it... Like, you hear about some uh, genocide. Right. There's a lot of those. They're like... They tell you about a genocide that's happening in Europe. Like Croatia? Yeah, no, no, but uh, it's it's to be I like... like Albanians? I don't know. They make it like a the fake Kurds? one. It's like an, the Kurds? No, no, no. It's an upworthy. Oh, and she goes, Christians. It's supposed to be like a Muslim equivalency. Like, Christians are killing oh, yeah. Muslims. Bill got killed. They switch the names out. And they're yeah. like, okay, only it's not happening here. It's happening in Nigeria. Do you still care? I'm like, uh, yeah. I'm like I got to be honest. I didn't give that much of a shit when it was in Europe. <laughs> I can tell you that. <laughs> and uh, moving it to Nigeria ain't helping my give a shits yeah. uh, with that. Yeah, I don't think it's Americans who give a fuck about any of that. But it's what like it's I, the government and what they choose what, to go. What level am I supposed to give a shit? Like, especially these people killing each other. Like, uh, if, if they're like, hey, should we send aid? I'm like, yeah, send aid. Wait, what do you want me to do right. specifically to bring back our girls? <laughs> hashtag. Right. With like, well, first of all, they're our fucking girls? Since when? Since you just now, well, you said that all before. All little girls is our girls, apparently, Kurt. I mean, I think we have a pretty good litmus test for that. Did you guys hear about all the dead babies in Ireland? And, like, do we still give a shit about that? I mean, those are, that's, a, that's a pretty white country. Like, North or South? Are you though. talking about that uh, the church thing where <laughs> yeah, they're burying the, the church kids? Thing. Is it Catholic assholes or proddy cunts? The Catholic guys. I don't care about it. Yeah, all why right? would you be. Oh, that's the other thing, man, where I, I. It's like I do feel bad, but then I'm like angry at people for being dumb and being in their mm-hmm. religion in the first place. Oh, yeah. If you watch those cult shows. <laughs> Uh, I just watched on Netflix There's one about these two people One guy out of a cult Called the uh, Christian Army Or something Where they all had to wear fatigues And the other was this kid That got out of the uh, Warren Jeffs Mormon mm-hmm. And Warren Jeff By the way Was fucking all the boys It wasn't just young girls He was fucking boys too? Well, yeah his behind. nephews I mean, look- All his nephews He would Jesus. leave From their five he, They would play In like the, this basement area during worship, you got to hear the tapes of him. Wait a minute, wait a minute. If I thought he was just fucking little girls there. No, everybody. So he was just fucking everybody. Uh, so how did he justify kids. that? He's, he didn't. He goes, if you tell, it was one of those, if you tell anybody you're going to hell, he didn't have to justify it to the kid other than saying, this is what I say to do. But he didn't tell yeah. the fucking adults he was doing that. And they wow. don't believe he did it. The so, adults still don't believe he did it. No. And if you listen to him talking, Prophet Jeffs, <laughs> like, like every single one of these guys, you listen to them talk for five, even Hitler, let's say. Mm-hmm. You hear them talking, you're like, how is this person mesmerizing you? Right. He sounds like a complete asshole. Warren Jeff sounds like the just the most effete, like, like, and you don't have any. And he's just saying horrible shit. He's not even saying, like, appealing. He's like, and if you don't like what your husbands are doing, you have no right to say anything to them. Yeah. 
And I like that's an appealing. Me- how do you even hook people with that? That's some good I game. That's some good pimp game right there. I don't understand how more comedians don't start cults. Like we're the like best public speakers in the world. I had I a little understand. one. It's, good, it's funny you said that. Back when I first started comedy, uh-huh. I said, "Why don't I use these jokes to try to get my dick some action?" So you kind of have to be a pretty unfunny person to start a cult because a cult it's yeah. it's predicated on a lot of bullshit. You're right. And mm-hmm. somebody that's funny is gonna generally like call bullshit. Right. Like, that's, yeah. Right. So yeah, it's right. not like because uh, as a comedian, you want an audience that can see through things and mm-hmm. see through bullshit. Yeah. And I laugh mean, you with lose you. funniness. I mean, maybe if you were let's say you were funny and started a cult, you'd become less funny. Is what I'd say. You'd lose your. your oh, humor. absolutely. And you question everything. So a cult. A cult's worst enemy is a fucking smart-ass comedian. That's a kind of poison for them, yeah. Well, so these the, the guy I felt bad for, the FLDS guy, I felt generally bad because he was born into it and he, uh, you know, he got raped and it was fucking crazy. The, the other one is this chick that she was a he mother. He got raped by who, though? Who raped that dude? Well, no, no, Warren Jeff didn't get raped. He's in prison now, hopefully. Oh. Yeah, he's still raped. in prison. But he uh, he raped his nephew, so that right. it was okay. that kid's story. He's oh, grown it's up a nephew now. story. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, and so I I felt bad for him. The other one was this lady who joined this army of God or something. Is a fan, it was a uh, Lila Green and somebody else. They're called the Greens. You can look them up. They're still alive and they mm-hmm. still run. This is that on after the Goldbergs on ABC? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, they were like vicious, and this woman joined because she felt like God called her to go to Sacramento. Of, of Yeah, I'm, I'm sure he did that. And then she fucking, <laughs> Sacramento, that sounds like the Holy of Holies. <laughs> I just like, and she joins up, and then like they, w- they were really violent. They would make you like beat your kids nonstop. That was their kink yeah. at this cult. Well, let's hear them out. I, I think I and like this part of the cult. And then they would tell you, they told this one woman, she, her name is Forsaken. She had to live in the shed because God... Like God would talk to the one, the woman who was like the main head of the. How many church. people? First of all, how many people was in this church congregation? Like seventy or something. That's it's just like I, I, I don't feel bad for you. They always make it out like like Karen said this too. She pointed out like they make it act like it could happen to anybody. Like this could happen to you, right, and you'd right. fall for it. Like I don't think it could. I don't think it could either. I, I really like think you're just a moron. Maybe <laughs> I don't. I don't know. And the the only reason I don't, I don't know, know is I feel like feeling like you want to belong to something is a really deep feeling human like need. Jesus is saying. But first of all, thing. believing in fucking Jesus. I'll say the first part. Believing in fucking Jesus. That's the number one thing. So I wouldn't do that. <laughs> I, I got out of that. But a lot of people do. Yeah, to the point that he's gonna t- like be, have you beat your kids and like you gotta take it in some guy fucks your wife. I don't. And you're like yeah that's fine i'm like i, yeah, I don't believe i listen yeah, i just sick. don't believe you i think it could never happen to me i'll tell you flat out i think i am special above a person that it could happen to that <laughs> it can't happen to me i well i think you're very special too but i, I just in the way that you could like i think lots of people are I mean, you know what here's a better way to put it. these okay. people are special they're a special kind of moron absolutely i don't think i'm special i think a lot of regular people aren't gonna fall for that shit i just feel like you, you take an individual who isn't having some of their like really deep needs met and like this, yes. if that organization Buy needs, a I fucking place. I mean, fucking talking yeah. about terrorist but organizations. You talk right. about armies. You, you talk about political organizations. Kurt. Yeah. What about somebody who just lost their their mother, or somebody who just lost their, their parents in a car accident, or a spouse? Well, maybe you're that, vulnerable. Yeah, they right. look for vulnerable people to fucking same, suck in. Same thing with battered the women. The sick. I mean, like you the talk young, about the young, the yeah. old, the frail. I mean, like you know, I feel like what you're saying is sort of like the equivalent when talking about domestic violence of like, why doesn't she just leave? And it's like, right. well, yeah, because there's more she? going on there. There's more going on there. Yeah, there's more going on I'm there. Just, yeah, well, like we I've just think there. about us in our position right now, getting approached by somebody like this, and we're like, this, get the fuck out of here. Listen, I've been there, and the reason I didn't leave was I was stupid. 
That's why. You could have been scared too because you don't you didn't really know if that was the wrong thing. I was I it was nothing to feel bad for me about. It was just a shitty little cowardice. <laughs> it was cowardice right. and fucking stupidity. I agree. And just not wanting to fucking man the fuck up. And that's what like so I well, that, my sympathy is like I've been through it, but I'm like yeah. I don't find anything about it sympathetic. Who do you know still in it? To me staying as long as I did. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm a moron for that. Who's so, still I don't in know. it? Who do you know that's still in it? Well, I, I'm talking about being in that relationship I was in. I'm not talking oh. about Jehovah's Witnesses. Oh. Jehovah's oh, Witnesses okay. aren't going to kill you. Oh, you're talking about the Jehovah's Witnesses, okay. like, like uh, even that I got out of, like, they're not going to, uh, they don't, first of all, they don't cut you off from your family. That's a, that's a, yeah. a reason they're not a cult. You, you're not supposed to not talk to your family, unless your family makes it, like, impossible for you to be a Jehovah's Witness, yeah. which few people's families do. A lot of times, mm-hmm. if somebody else, like the people not in in it, are like, "I'm gonna not talk to you if you join that religion." Right. Okay. So right, that's right. that's how. Uh, but there's no requirement to get a, to break away from your loved one, which is what these cults have. Right. Which is why that that, that Greens thing. cult I'm talking about, they would look for family bonds and break and try to break them mm-hmm. as much as possible, and they'd hate you for having a love of something more than them. It's just like it's a, a really yeah. similar thing happens wow. in abusive relationships. Like isolation yeah. is a is a world. really big part of that. Yeah, you know, and then once once you're isolated, you're more vulnerable than you were when you entered the relationship, which makes it that much harder to leave. Then my question is, why is Scientology so successful? Oh God. I don't think it's it's actually not as successful as it claims to be. Did you know that? I don't know. Well, their nobody buildings is. are really expensive. You just described my uncle. They have a uh, yeah. They they, they, they claim that they're growing like crazy, but they've actually lost a ton of members, and they, they don't have a lot. Of, all a lot of those buildings are empty, and uh and they lo- every one of these religions, by the way, lies about their number. Like Islam, that's the fastest growing religion, and right. then if you look at as a Christian, no, it's uh, evangelical Christianity. We're the fastest growing. Yeah. You know, yeah. and for Christians to do it, it's hilarious because. It's built into it that if you're the biggest one, you're definitely not the true religion. Right. It's like if you grow <laughs> It's built big. into it that narrow and yes. cramped is the way to life and few are the ones finding it. That's the what it says. So if it's ever the majority religion, you know it's bullshit. It's in the nobody reads a goddamn book. I've never understood the appeal of mega churches. Like why would you go and be like I, like the like community, like small right, churches right. where you can like that I understand that. Like but to be Cuz you understand one having your uh, god and country combined in one religion. God. That's that's a specific kind of uh, like joining a gang. Like mm-hmm. that's having your like uh, my religion separated right. that shit. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people's do, but if you have one of those political, especially in Texas, like those fucking shotgun kind of right. yeah. churches, like they, they're all into that. Like it's they political. America and football and Jesus are all one thing for them. Right. <laughs> You right. know what I mean? I, and yeah. Right. And the, they they want to see it like a football game. Like how they, like <laughs> a, it's like, like a KFC under- famous bowl. <laughs> you know, like just mix it all up in there good. <laughs> all the corn and drinking beer and beating yeah. wife. <laughs> oh, God. Almost killed me. Oh. You don't want this. Yeah. No, yeah. You do? All right. Uh, so, all right. Let me play the rest of these. We got way off topic. I want to I I hear the rest of these. Sound like a dumb hick at all. That's so cool. <laughs> I but say what's that. the equivalent? You don't sound like a dumb hick. You don't sound black. Yeah, right. Yeah. Oh, you don't sound black. Yeah. Couldn't do it. Could not do it. Could not do what? A white guy. Does he have like a really tiny penis? Oh, you must listen to that rural music, right? You know who you look just like. Who? Jennifer Lawrence. Yes, we just saw Titanic. Why is that an insult? Yeah, I don't know. I had no idea your people had it so hard. That's not even a real thing. That was in an episode of Martin. They ran out of stuff. My friend Jeremy. Mm. He's white too. 
Well, that's just nice. That means I think of you as a person over your skin color. My girlfriend's Jewish, white, and I don't think of her as white. I just think of her as a bitch. That's beautiful. That's love. That's what love would do for you. Yeah, that's love. I've heard that white girls are like super boring and bad. That's just science. They're going to do what you tell them to do. Oh, he said, what's up, my cracker, to his to his white friend. People say that. Uh, this is a fucking. How do people like? It's uh, so dumb. Don't people just get through their day, have interactions with people without it being a political fucking, you know, like they like power not, move? Like not nineteen year olds. Is like, that what it is? I don't like. I I can only speak to like my nineteen year old self, but like being you know working for campaigns and having that whole thing be my life. Like every interaction was an opportunity to educate, which is right. insufferable. Yeah, religious. And, and also every like conversation is an opportunity to sort of like point out like mm, actually I feel like when you say that where you're coming from, you're revealing this prejudice. So like you need to really re-examine your blah blah blah. So, like, I mean, that's, <laughs> How many black maybe people that's who did you, I was. This. How many like non-white people were in your circle of friends? Uh the last campaign I ran was uh Vote Vets. And mm -hmm. so we were hiring, uh, I could only hire veterans. Okay. And I could only hire veterans that were like willing to, like were in between jobs and willing to work for this campaign and go door to door. So I would say 80% of my staff was black. Okay. Oh, so you hung, you actually hung around black people at least. But I was the boss. But yeah. I got, I got. Whoa, whoa, a white woman boss? Yeah. Well, thank you, Mr. White Lady, sir. Thank you, Mr. White Lady, sir. A 20-year-old, 20 20-year-old 20 white lady oh my God. Uh, in oh, charge that's of our title, by like 40-year-old <laughs> veterans. That's how hard so it is to be a so black bad. man in this country. Oh. Even if you fought in a war, you come back and a 20-year-old white girl will be your boss. And we had a lot of it. And we had, oh, my God. <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> and the worst part oh, about it is we man. had a lot of arrests, or like not arrests, but like like people being harassed by the police and detained because they were going door to door in white neighborhoods. Where was this again? And vets. In rural Pennsylvania, not rural Pennsylvania, but like the outskirts of like Buck County outside of Ooh. Philadelphia, Bucks County. Oh yeah. Wow. Yeah, Pennsylvania. They have to come. They should have wear their full army uniform. You got to wear your full army uniform, and they'll still be like this, nigga. This ain't trick or treat. <laughs> what you doing going door to door, oh my nigga? God. It was your candy bag. It was the it was the worst. I mean, we the campaign got really complicated, but yeah, that was a wow. that was a weird dynamic because I just for will, what, what I was willfully, the election for what opposition? We were trying to we were working for a political action committee called Vote Vets, which was uh, trying to get folks from uh, that had fought in Afghanistan and Iraq elected to Congress so that we could make better choices oh, about nice. the war. I like it. So yeah. we were for Admiral former Admiral Joe Sestak, okay, um, for who was running for Senate from the House, um, okay. And when I landed, we were polling 11 points behind, and we lost that election by less than 100,000 votes. So Nice. Well, heartbreaking. I mean, hard work? Heartbreaking. It's hard work, but you still close the gap. We closed the gap a little bit, but it, I mean, it was it was nuts. And the guy that, ugh, it, it, I'm, still, wow. I'm, still, I'm still upset about that election. But it was complicated because like my staff, like folks were having a really hard, I was willfully refusing to believe that it was a race issue. Like I was just, so I was like, so like a black canvasser was like, look, I'm really uncomfortable going to these white neighborhoods because I'm making people uncomfortable. And the rule was they had to go through the neighborhood twice. Oh. So they had to like circle it once we and then doors that they didn't around, knock on. <laughs> yeah, wow. and, they, and I, a lot of my staff like wouldn't do it. And so I was firing people for like not doing what I was telling them to do. And they were like, well, look, look, as a, as a black man in this white neighborhood, you have to understand. I'm like, look, it's not a race issue, blah, 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 blah. You said and that to them? 
Well, I, she I, was a 20 year old white woman. White I know. I know. I was you just sending them out to their years old. She learned from it. She learned from it. I did learn. She learned from it. But I, I mean, yeah, because I was going, I was going to my supervisor, like, what do I do in this situation? And he was like, look, this is, this is how it's done. Like, just tell them to blah blah blah. We'll take care of it. Why on earth would they not pair him up with a white buddy? Yeah, because we didn't have. I said eighty percent of my staff was black. It should be like True Blood. And we ran, we ran out of black neighborhoods to canvas really early. True Blood. Every human got a vampire. (laughs) Oh my god! Just to get us through this rough patch. Mm. (laughs) Yeah, it was rough. Yeah. That's well, that's that's fucking, like the fucking. So they purposely hired a eighty percent black. Staff, no, we didn't no? purposely hire eighty percent black. The oh. only rule was that they had to be veterans, and and it's with these sort of like last minute campaigns. That's kind of like just what happens. Like right. like um. And so we we brought a lot of people in. Um. And we were, we ran out of black neighborhoods to canvas. Um. Because there are also huge populations of registered Democrats, and that's who we were targeting: is registered right. Democrats. Get right. out the vote. Um, and then I'd be sending these folks out to like Bucks County and like rural white counties and like white police officers would be pulling over my canvassers and detaining them for hours. And letting them not, uh, not the letting word. them call me, not letting them do feeling, like though, all that kinds the of stuff. The police also didn't want to vote for the dude you yes, were pushing. Yes, there was a lot of that Because too. if that was, was their candidate, if that was their candidate, they'd be like yeah, this, yeah, yeah. don't worry about it. Yep. And if you have any problem, call me Sergeant So and So. And the worst part about it is, I kept going to it's my, I kept going to my regional director, and like, this is a real problem, and they just wouldn't give me the resources that I needed. Like, I even I called the ACLU. What were the resources you needed? I needed them to be willing to to like make it more expensive. Like they they would just sort of like let these. I wanted an attorney to write a letter that I could like fax. And so the ACLU was willing to do that for me, but we weren't willing to attach uh, that the guy's name to the ACLU. We were like, this would be more of a bad news story for him because he was trying to fight the like liberal label. Yeah. So like we didn't want it. Oh my God. Oh yeah. So we were just letting these canvassers like get. How are people so anti the fucking ACLU? The ACLU is amazing and it's really not a liberal organization. We defended crazy conservatives and their first amendment to say crazy shit all the time. I mean, wow. I, I know they don't help everybody, but they fucking mm-hmm. I, like, you know, they don't get to enough people, I guess. Yeah, they don't because they don't have enough resources. They're like they're grossly underfunded and they 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 pick cases to like do specific issues with, which we really need. But one of the they love canvassers and like we're that was First Amendment like shut and dry case. It was right. really so there wasn't a lawyer already on retainer. To, no, why no. would you do attempt some? That's because doesn't make wait, any we're sense. the largest canvassing organization in the country, and we just didn't have a lawyer on retainer. And it was one of my we just weren't willing to spend the money wow. because it, it, and I I had to make choices about allocating resources of like how how are we going to deal with this? And I was losing because you have to pay somebody yeah. the hourly rate right. whether they're sitting in a police car or not. Right. So we're losing canvassing days. It's a really does that intense cost a lot more moment. money than just getting a fucking lawyer? Yeah, I, I don't think it would nationwide, but these like these individual municipalities, that you know. Right. And like, so we would have police officers say like, oh, our community ordinance like trumps the first amendment because the police officers don't know because it doesn't help them to know. Right. And so then I'd be, I'd be like, yeah, you're wrong. Like, every time it got to a judge, <laughs> the judge would immediately overthrow it. But by that time, I've already lost 
right. X number of hours or X number of days right. or X number. I mean, it, and it was just a nightmare. So how do you avoid the, a situation like that? We tried. Hire uh, all white people. Well, there, that's one option uh, as a change, liberal organization. Then change the sheriff. You got to go. We there's tried, a lot of work that needs to be done. We tried faxing each, indiv- like each uh, you know, county or whatever has its own police district. So I would fax them a list of canvassers. I'm like, hey, just heads up. We're going to be in your neighborhood right. from, on these days to these days. And we get calls like, yeah, we would really rather you just not do that. And I'm like, yeah, nope, that's actually not one of the options. I'm, you know, we're allowed to do that. And I'm letting you know. The worst one was when we had a canvasser who got stopped and searched. And he had like a bowl or something. And then we couldn't help him. Like, so he got arrested for possession, even though he was working for us because we were like, yeah, we just needed you to not have drug paraphernalia on you. Uh, like that's he sorry. probably didn't even know that was on him or something. Uh, yeah. That just is brutal. Damn. Well, it's like I always say, democracy doesn't work, Sean. Fascism. That's the way of the, <laughs> the, the worst the worst part about I mean, what I discovered all over the country, this was a big wake up call for me, was I was I felt really educated about like what my rights were and I had no problem defending them most of the time. I've talked my way out of DUIs. I've like talked my way out of like, like just explaining to police officers, like these are what my rights are. And my, my black staff at that point would be like, yeah, that doesn't work for us. When we say, when we use the word first amendment, we just get thrown up against police cars. I'm like, really? And, and that, that blew my mind that police officers would be willfully ignorant. And so fucking, yeah, it, well, people don't know this, but black staff, was also the first name of a Puffy's second album. <laughs> and they changed it. They changed the name of his Black Staff. Sharati, what did you what did you want to talk about? Oh, the the Central Park jogger. Oh, the guys got yeah. how much did they get? They got a lot. They ain't get enough. They got like forty million, right? Whatever they got, it ain't worth it. I'm on. I'm with Sharad on this one. It that ain't was that was grotesque. No, nothing. Nothing worth is it. worth. We mm-hmm. talked about this on another episode. Well, if people don't know the uh, Central Park jogger case that happened in the '90s in New York City, it was a big case. Everybody was like, kids was wilding, and it was a new term. Yeah, wilding that's when we were talking about wilding. Central Park. It turns out that well, we already knew for years already. I knew from day one these kids never did it. The guy yeah. who actually did it was arrested. <laughs> what is that? How these the kids hell? still got charged, still got kept in prison. Yep. Do you think people still at this point do don't it. know not to admit to a crime you didn't do because you're tired? The cops like, beat them. They were well, you're you 14, 15 years old. So let's but see. When, even when I was, Jesus. Uh, yeah, even when I was like young man. Mm-hmm. I, but for, without a doubt, like that's crazy. I remember that them saying they got railroaded. I remember being twelve. Yeah. And I was like, oh yeah, they got. I remember being like, oh yeah, they got railroaded. Uh-huh. I knew what does it, that even mean? My mother said from day one, as it happened, they didn't do it. And I was like, Hi, but you ain't even hear the whole case. She's like, they didn't do it. Then as I started hearing, I was like, no way. Because first of all, just for growing up in New York City, mm-hmm. if you're a black man, a boy growing up in New York City, you know to stay the fuck away from white women. It's an unwritten rule. Yeah, I felt that. It's an unwritten rule. When I lived in Harlem, my parents were like, do you feel safe? Do you feel safe? Like, how safe do you You're feel? You're the safest one. And I, and I swear <laughs> to God, I was like, I, you have no idea how much deference. It's like, it's it's weird. I feel like in that, I I felt that exactly the dynamic that you're talking about. A white woman right now could walk topless <laughs> through Bedford-Stuyvesant, <laughs> Brooklyn at two in the morning and nobody would go Fuck near that it. bitch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just a, yeah. The black, you see big black dudes crossing the street like, nah, nope. I don't want to be near her. Nah, what are you, what are you kidding me? <laughs> you know what those, you know what those cocksuckers did, by the way, the prosecutor and cops? They set them up. They tried to say, 
after that guy came out, Reyes, the guy that actually yeah, did the yeah. rape, they tried to say like they also came in and raped her yeah. after he did. Uh, they were yes. like, no, it's not that he just did. It's like then they came and also mm -hmm. fucking raped her. They, they violated that's so, so much fucking, shit. Yeah, it's so fucking scummy, it's man. Like everybody who but, was involved in that case did be in prison. The, yeah, I mean, and that's the other thing Everyone. that I wanted to say about the, like, I, I feel like the cult stuff that we were talking about earlier and these uh, interrogation tactics that they were using with these guys, like sleep deprivation is a real fucking thing. A real thing. And like being scared is a real thing. And like in the moment and they, I, I mean, you see this all the time. They were feeding those guys information yes. Yes. that they were, that they were then confessing to. And then I'll say, you already said it. Oh, you, see you, sign here? you already said it. So uh, just sign the paper. Yep. Is it you 14? You ain't sleeping yeah. three days. Yeah. It's like, come on, man. Ah, it was brutal. Well, it was brutal. And it, it was brutal. I remember that time in New York, man. I was here. <laughs> it was brutal. Like early 80s. It was well, you know who's not happy about this? Brutal. Uh, Donald Trump. Because <laughs> Trump was one of the main guys like, hang him. Oh, he was? Oh, he is was. Is that what that is? Yes. Well, this I remember is like, it vividly what that nigga did to me. <laughs> wow, he really, this is like the lowest thing ever out of him. Before he had the facts and even after he had the facts, people didn't care about young black boys and that's what that's the, that's the facts <laughs> and that's why i used to watch my back and my mother wouldn't would tell me a million times you see you can be in the mm -hmm. wrong place yep wrong time yep trump done goes, nothing and been done this is what he tweaks what were the men doing in the park playing checkers yes. like who cares like, you know, like what do you give a shit what they're doing in the park pot I, it wasn't raping. or like yeah or <laughs> spray painting trees they weren't raping that woman wow what a piece of shit dude i tell you that's fucking you. amazing. I tell you. I would think they'd be in a hurry to like take some, I, well, And I do you think he'll come out that's now and say, I was wrong, I, I apologize, I thought I had all the facts, and I, that motherfucker ain't gonna say shit. Those well, boys' those lives, their parents all. died. Some of the boys' parents, grandmother, died while they're yeah. in prison thinking that this is their legacy. Yeah. Who was the other one? Uh, uh, oh, oh, you know, HBO is out oh there. Those guys in Arkansas, those white kids in Arkansas that liked heavy metal. Yeah. And uh, and you know the West Memphis Three. Oh, West Memphis Three about the killing of the kids. Yeah, they got yeah. framed. Somebody, this woman's uh, fucking boyfriend actually did it. Is what it turns out happened. And, and they still in prison or? No, they finally got they finally out. Got but out. they're not getting a payday like that. They had to do this thing where they say, "Yeah, we we kind of right, did it." Right, right. But they were gonna about to execute the other kid. So to save his life, they for they oh they God. went. They didn't get their fucking money. And the main kid got raped a lot. Like the Damien Eccles, the head, the one that was like the. He got fucking because everybody thought he they sodomized his kid and killed him. Right, so he's on the throne, going through prison. That's the worst thing you could be as a fucking child rapist. Yeah, yeah. and then uh, he uh, fucking uh, yeah. What? I can't so they're gonna take the money, even in protective custody, which you automatically gonna be in. Mm -hmm. You gonna well, get like, it? Well, like I'm happy those Central Park people at least got like a forty million. I mean, I can't imagine losing like twenty five years <laughs> and then nothing uh, at the end. Imagine <laughs> you getting arrested at fifteen for rape and assault. Right, mm -hmm. your mother dies five years later. You still yeah. in jail. Five years after that, they say they're gonna look over the case. Five years after that, they say that you didn't do it. Yeah. <laughs> Your mom's dead. Yeah. That's the woman who brought you in this world, and she thinks that you went out as yeah. a rapist. This is who she raised. Well, look, man, that's <laughs> how I say that's why I say no, no money amount is enough for that, man. That's why I say no yeah, death right. penalty, because I just can't believe they're not gonna fuck that up sometimes. Exactly. They do. Exactly. You know, and even even with like so these are these are really egregious crimes, right? Like rape and murder. Right. But looking at the drug laws in this country and the perverse kind of like uh, incentives that prosecutors have yeah. for convictions and yeah. the kind of like tactics that they use to get people to confess to like possession or whatever. I mean, it, it, it's, it's gross. It's, it's gross. really, really gross. It's gross. Well, you got to on your end be smart enough to never 
talk without a lawyer. You know, all that shit. Like, but yeah, but you don't know. I mean, but 15? like, even the lawyers that are assigned to you are part of the face? system. From now on, tell everyone. Man, it's like, it's <laughs> a shame that to you got to sit your kid down at eight and tell them that. If you're yeah, black, don't you don't, absolutely yeah, got, you got it. Yeah, you got to. Don't My mother did. Yep. If you're black, you got it. But that's how, that's the fucking shame of it. And how ashamed, yeah, how shameful is that? And the kind of tactics that they use, you lose your job because you're in jail. They'll just hold you for like innumerable, like, how no god knows how long your fucking kids are waiting for you to get out the uh, the lawyer that they assign is just like just plead guilty just plead guilty you'll go home no big deal and it's like yeah but then i'll lose my housing i'll never be able i'll never be employable i'll never be eligible for federal assistance ever again like it's it, it, i'm disenfranchised now there's a huge swath <laughs> of people that can't vote so the fucking sheriff that's elected that is like cool with all this shit that never gets called on it because the people <laughs> that he's victimizing can no longer vote what it's, sheriff where any any sheriff who like uses is using um getting, i just mean do you have examples like did you know of such yeah, a yeah the there was one case in texas that was a big aclu case right um i they made a movie out of it i think it's called um not not blue violet that's a different but it's got the word violet in it let me look it up real quick okay um yeah. that was made about this about this case the the exa- the examples that i'm using are specific to that um violet acl american violet american is violet. the movie based on this case um uh drug war scandal um hern hern h-e-a-r-n-e texas uh-huh in November 2000, there were drug charges after being rounded up in a series of drug raids, like military-style helicopters. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry. Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we're going to edit this whole part out. <laughs> sorry about that. <laughs> no, this is a synopsis we of the can movie. Clean it up get the actual... We'll clean it up. Yeah, mm-hmm. we'll post-clean this part up. <laughs> you get the name of the actual person. Well. There we go. Um... Regina Kelly versus John Pascal. And so John Pascal was the sheriff who okay. was elected by a huge, you know, he was a very, very popular sheriff. Right. Um, and the South Central Texas Narcotics Task Force was uh, in Robertson County, Texas, okay. was being funded because of their high prosecution rate okay. and their high conviction rate. And right. that was the metric that the federal government used to fund their military level like raid. So they go into housing projects and just raid it with like lists of people that they'd gotten right. with really weird tactics of like, okay, if you give us if you give us five names, then we'll let you go kind right. of situation. Oh my so God. people were just coming up with fucking names of like people they kinda know. Right. Like um weird uh like rivalry of like, well, this bitch said so and so, you know, fucked my boyfriend or whatever, so I'm gonna you know, put her put name on, on this list. Right, right. And that that was the the only evidence that they were using to convict these people. Wow. And so they would hold people with this evidence and they'd keep them away from their kids, they'd keep them away from their jobs, they'd keep them away until people confessed. And then they'd, sure enough, they'd let them go because then they, you know, they didn't serve a lot of jail time, but now they're, they, they a have a federal conviction and, they get more and they'd be kicked out of that housing. They'd get more money. Um, and it would ruin these people's lives. Wow. And so they, they were just, and so did Regina win? Uh, she did win the case. Yeah. But the, the tactics are still used. So it's like they, the, they use, my advice is don't plea out basically. But the, the, the examples that they used in the movie and I assume in real life is that a lot of people were like, yeah, I could, 
uh, fight this case and possibly win right. in front of um, a white jury in Texas with a shitty attorney who doesn't really want to be doing this. What he really <laughs> wants me to do is plea out right. uh, and get my um, and go free without a conviction. Or what I've seen happen to a few of my friends is I could be convicted and serve 15 years. Or I could walk right now and just have this conviction, but like be with my family for the rest of my life. So like <laughs> what... What choice do you make? It's so uh, it's so frustrating. So what uh, happened to the sheriff? Is the sheriff still working? The sh yeah, the sheriff is still working, and he still was winning elections. This is that's yeah. well, well he, gets things, he gets things done. If you <laughs> are well, it's he's a very effective. He's tough on crime. Now let me ask you this: People got to get the fuck out of Roberts, Texas. This is uh, this is actually like a month or two old. But did you do you remember hearing about this? Uh, loving hip hop Atlanta store, Little Scrappy. What happened to him? Do you know about Little Scrappy? I love Little Scrappy. And his mother, his mother is crazy as shit. I love him. I've never, I don't know who Little Scrappy is. Little Scrappy's from Atlanta. He's uh, on Loving Hip Hop on VH1, and um, he's a Southern rapper. Well, Little Scrappy got in this racial. This is a racial thing that okay. played out. But Little Scrappy, uh, his his daughter's <laughs> birthday, he put a oh. down payment. Right, uh, I think I did hear about the story. On a little girl salon outside, of, like they're gonna have a party at a salon. Yeah, they was gonna have a party for his his daughter at a salon. Get the little girl's nails done, mm -hmm. and oh. hair done. Little girl day, oh, little, a girl fun day. little girl party, yeah. daddy daughter day. That's oh. what I call yeah. it. Well, that sounds nice. It turns out they got racist. The, the, they said we don't. Yeah, we don't serve you people, etc. And, and well, here's what I'm having a crying outside the salon. Yeah, little so, girls crying outside the salon. It turns <laughs> out. So here's what actually happened. Which that's I guess I came out. Of, yeah, that's what I heard, but I never knew this part came. Uh oh, because <laughs> if Little Scrappy's mother was there, I don't blame the salon for saying nah. Y'all um, can't come <laughs> up. <with it." laughs> so the reason, well, it turns out the reason they canceled it was because Scrappy's and his family showed up two hours late to the fucking reservation, so they had to lose the reservation. Oh, and, oh, uh, that makes more sense. So it turns out it it didn't. It indeed didn't happen because he was black. <laughs> okay, so it just happened because he was a little scrappy. <laughs> he was late. He was being scrappy. Yeah, scrappy being scrappy. He's a well, tardy scrappy son of a says bitch. he was only twenty minutes late, but culturally, we have to understand. Yeah, but it's twenty minutes late, still late. So if the people say, "Hey, this is how we run our business," you gotta yeah. fucking accept that. It's your daughter's know, birthday man. party. You gotta get there early. Scrap. Yeah. I like the uh, you know the black lateness stereotype, but uh, I'm constantly late. Like I can't really use it. Yeah, because it's not just a black thing, but. Everybody's late. Today it was a I, I am chronically. I got here before both you, son of a bitch. Yeah, I got. And the, I walked across <laughs> the park. I got the itis, Sherrod. <laughs> I got that itis. Uh, <laughs> I like that you said it like that too. I got that itis. <laughs> yeah. It's not. Uh, oh you know. man. Well, well, yeah. Because how many fucking? Because I would say there's a lot of things I would be like, oh, that's not very white of me. Like what? My entire way I live my <laughs> yes, life. Everything you do is. Yeah. yeah. But is that wrong to say that because but it's you know I'm not I'm I, I can probably canvas a neighborhood mm -hmm. if I ever need to right it's different kinds of white. do that it's different levels I don't know if I could I probably have to get cleaned up to go do that do, but, no but didn't you uh, do that like for as part of the church stuff yeah we, yeah. we go door to door and hand out fucking magazines of some white and neighborhoods he'll be all right in some white neighborhoods they'll look at him just like he was a black person. Because yeah, well, scary if, I go, oh, like white, if I go to an all-white, if I go to a white gathering, Sherrod, like a like you know, that's gonna be white, like the white people that white people call white people. I don't, they don't, they don't include hurt. Yeah, I don't, <laughs> I don't fucking that's fit fair. in, man. No, I, I went I, that well, wedding. Not. I went to in South Carolina. I could not believe the level. 
know what I mean? And South Carolina heat is like unbelievable. And all these people yes. wearing full on suits and shit. And yep. like, all these it. old people are just dropping like flies in the sun. <laughs> the They're, Charleston graduation ceremony. Yeah, but what's that island that they all go to? It's like the Hamptons of South Carolina. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Uh, mountain, it's like beyond Mount Pleasant. I, I Oh, I know what you're that movie about. Midnight and about. Midnight in the Garden of Good and that Evil. That took place in Savannah, which is in Georgia. But that no, the place it supposedly took place in was where I was. It's an island in South Carolina, out uh, near Charleston, right? Yeah, it's a rich people. Rich people uh, get away. Yeah, not Hilton like, Head. Hilton Head. Hilton Head. Hilton Head. Hilton Head. Hilton Head. I got family yeah. down there. Pretty white. But you first of all, you, you so white. You can't even. There. You can't even get weed. There was, I couldn't find any weed, which is unbelievable. Not I told even you the from secret a, of find, getting weed any town, any city. I told you the secret. What is What's it? the secret? Call delivery pizza. The delivery dude will hook you up. Either If you deliver pizza as a living, that's true. either you smoke weed or you know who smoke weed. Fair enough. Well, that's, you know that's, what that's, I, my yeah. previous, every town. My previous tactic was to uh, get a cab driver. Uh, that's if you want heroin or meth or something. Cabbies in or Hawaii, hookers. no, in Hawaii, dude, you you find out for, like in From Hawaii. Cab driver? But this is in Hawaii it works because they're all like surfers. Trust me, dude, Domino's people. Pizza, dude. Whoever shows up, be like this, nigga, where the weed? Yeah, <laughs> and they go like, oh, you, what, how much you need? Well, uh -huh. dude, this place was. I told you it was like a fantasy slave plantation. Like it was like big, yeah, big pillars right, right. and ivy on it. It's gorgeous. Yeah, it was gorgeous. And then all the employees are black. Like all the employees mm -hmm. are black, dude. Yeah. And they were African. They weren't fucking from there. Mm -hmm. Right. It, it's, it was like old times. <laughs> and they still had But African. so is the store in uh, New York City. What's the store with all African security that got in trouble? There's something about people in white gloves that uh, creeps I'll me remember. out. I'll forget it. I'll remember. It was a creepy. It I was mean, just creepy, The dude. Yacht Club was like And then everybody's that. fucking like boring. I mean, their stories are fucking it's boring. It's creepy. It's then it's still like a class type of thing going on. Because they don't say it's race. It's yeah, but that you but try to race. keep it that way. <laughs> yeah, it is race. Most of the household use... help in Charleston is black. Like I mean, it's it, it's yeah. a tradition of that. Mm -hmm. And but you know what is it when you get goes, paid for work goes it's, with the architecture. Some people well, enjoy that doing that. Some people enjoy doing that kind of domestic work. Even if, we might look at it like, why would you be somebody's maid or butler? But it's like the, watch the movie The Butler. That butler no, I don't is responsible for everything that came in good in your life. I don't look down on anything like but that. But some people do. And yeah. so, but so it's not like a bad thing to be a waiter or a, a maid mm -hmm. or a, a butler. It's like you take pride in what you do. You fucking yeah. good at it. But as long as you get paid for it, I say it's a fucking job. Do it. But in Charleston, with the backdrop of all that antebellum architecture, with an all-white yacht club, it makes you feel a certain way if you're yeah. white. I give you that. But it makes me feel a certain way if I'm black too. Like I'm free, but these yeah. niggas ain't. I feel like Django. What that nigga doing on that mad? Did you like Django? Loved it. I like it too, but honest to God, I thought it, the blood was too much. I thought they could have killed more white people. That's my only. Thing <laughs> well, I didn't have a problem with that, but like he, the blood was so over the top, it like took away from the violence a well, little bit. But that's Quentin Tarantino. That's how his style I, is. But I like the blood. I just like slightly less to make it more realistic killing. You I know like what I mean? The blood. I love yeah. the blood. I love the splatter. I'll tell you what I did like when they shot the dude's sister, Calvin Candy's sister. Say goodbye to Miss whatever. And she blew through the fucking <laughs> oh, door. Like, that was actually pretty hilarious. What they did with the ropes. <laughs> you see the behind the scenes, just some pulling up with a rope. They got a CGI out. Yeah, later. I you know I know Twelve Years a Slave is probably the one you're supposed to like better, but no, no. I I, I like when there's like a even if it's a made up, it's like a happy. You ending. want me to like a slave movie? Give the slave a gun, <laughs> motherfucker. Well, because Samuel L. Jackson said some shit about the Twelve Years a Slave director. Like, why did he feel he need to make this movie? I'm like, weren't you in Django? With Tell like Samuel L. Jackson, shut up. Yeah, I don't. What is, everybody's got to like. I hate like, when black people get on black people in front of white people. 
<laughs> yeah, no, no, it's a white I'll guy. I talked to him at the meeting. He's talking about the director. Is a white guy. The director not, is not a white guy. He's a the black guy from Twelve Years a Slave. What's his name? Um, why does he? Uh, why does Samuel Jackson dude. say that? Fat black dude. Really? Yeah, fat black dude. What's Samuel England, talking about? Yes, the fucking uh, the actor back in the day. Um, shit, I can't believe I'm blacking out like this. I must need a joint. Maybe he didn't say that. Maybe it's one of those quotes that goes around the internet. Maybe you know, there's, there's, yeah, like they always give people a, a, a fake quote. Like Cosby is the number one. What was, he, what was his? Fake I always quote? see a meme. Bill Cosby, sit down and shut up, niggers. <laughs> 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 you know that old quote attributed to Cosby? No, I can't wait to get. It's a, a thing fucking... that gets passed around. Like he's a Republican or something. Like it always gets passed around. Yes. People, people love that, believe. like, you know, Cosby wants black people to shut up that's and pull you, their weight. <laughs> that's when you know you're famous, when some bullshit come around the horn. Feminists do say? the same thing. Lucille Ball was like, I'm what? not Steve feminist. McQueen. Ah. Steve McQueen, the director. Black dude. Did 12 years. Maybe he thought it was Steve McQueen. The Maybe the person <laughs> who put that lie out about him didn't know that the director was black. Yeah. Huh? All right. Well, we're out of time. Are we? Yeah. We got to have ah, guests back. Now. This it, is like it's a, spelled by now. This felt good. Yeah. This was like a uh, lozenge. Uh, a, a palate cleanser for when we have guests on again because we mm -hmm. haven't done one in a while. We just had to get one done, man. We got a bunch of yeah. people who want to do the show, uh, so that's not a problem. All right, so that's it. We're done. Race wars. Race wars, baby. In your face. All your mothers. Yeah. <laughs> Later. <laughs>